0: Good morning, Christian America. Isn't St. Joseph, the father of Jesus, the perfect example of what a father and a husband and what a godly man should be, especially in his household? Well, we'd like to talk about it. And ladies, don't worry, there's plenty of this for you as well. It's Friday, so let's focus on the family. Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to Focus on the Family Friday, where we try to give an inspirational, thought-provoking message on the family, on the Christian American family, and how, hopefully, you can take some of these ideas with you throughout the weekend and develop your own family and progress your own family life, because what we believe is it's the family, it's the Christian American family that's going to lead the resurgence of christian american community and hopefully a christian american country once again and so today uh we want to talk about saint joseph the father of jesus wow very little is said about saint joseph in the bible there's just not that much text on him uh but in in all transparency uh these aren't just some of my ideas that have come uh, that have come that have come to me. I recently had the opportunity to sit with uh, a men's group to talk about uh, the Christian life and some of the Christian lessons, and uh, the subject of Saint Joseph was brought up, um, and it sparked a good conversation between friends, and it also uh, made me continue to think. Uh, long past that convert that brief conversation uh, to think about the strength of Saint Joseph and uh, the faith that he possessed and that he displayed throughout his life and some of the thoughts and the fears that must have been uh that it must have been in his mind as he went and 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 lived his life and raised his child and uh, as, as a father of my own and a husband uh, myself, the, I, the idea and, and the, the burden that Joseph took on must have seemed to be almost insurmountable. Uh, and and I wouldn't say impossible if he wouldn't have done it. If I if we wouldn't have the example uh, that he set as someone who took on this challenge through his faith and through his love uh, to to be the father, the earthly father of Jesus Christ. And so that's uh, that's what I want to talk to you today about uh, specifically because it is Focus on the Family Friday and uh it's the men in the family who typically set the conditions for uh, a Christian life, for a Christian household. Um, and, and if they don't, if, if they don't set those conditions, then they set the conditions for whatever type of household uh, that you will that you will have. What do I mean by that? Um, as so, looking at Joseph's example, right, from from a man's perspective, from an earthly man's perspective, um, Mary rightfully gets praise and glory and, and uh, a, a status among the holy family as someone who is without sin and who. Sacrificed so much and and had so much faith in her in her path in her journey. Rightfully so, one hundred percent. But lesser is talked about Joseph and as a younger as a young man to to find out that the woman that he loved had conceived the child without him um, must have been devastated, but then when confronted with the truth that Mary was going to have the son of God, God's son, the strength of Joseph to accept that, that conception as uh, an act of love and an act of duty uh, rather than an act of betrayal is astounding in and of itself. So just the idea that Saint, that Joseph would uh, have his faith would be strong enough to uh, to take the word of an angel, and you know, and and, and that to understand the, that he was going to raise a son that wasn't his, but but, but was God's, um, is an act equally. As uh, unbelievable, uh, equally as as outstanding as any other act uh, that that a man could take on, and so Joseph does this, does this, and and all the while he's leading his family throughout the trials and tribulations, throughout the pregnancy and the the search and uh, for a place to have the child. I mean. Uh, from moving his family from bethlehem with a newborn into egypt and then eventually back into nazareth years later uh leading his family and his great family on top of that it's not like you're you're the the head of the household of normal people your wife is mary and your son is jesus and you're then expected, he's then expected to be the leader of that household. That's a, that's a task, and that is a huge task to ask of anyone. But Joseph does it and he does it humbly. He does it by taking care of his family as a carpenter because uh, he was a carpenter and he showed young Jesus how to be a carpenter and developed his carpentry skills uh, all the while knowing that his child which wasn't his but was going to, to to go on to be the savior of the world imagine what that does to to the head of the household that your task is to teach the future savior of the world, what could that do to you? A normal man wouldn't take that task on. Uh, A normal man uh, would have extreme issues trying to accomplish that task. And, And yet Joseph was able to humble himself and lead his family as best as he could knowing that he would not be there to see the ultimate um, earthly ending of his family's life Joseph is not there when Jesus is on the cross Joseph is not there when when like Mary you know to to say goodbye to his to her son he is not there to say goodbye to his son he's not there to see the fulfillment of his years of sacrifice and hard work he's just he, he, he doesn't get that He doesn't get that satisfaction into seeing the fruits of his own labor he's he, he took on so much burden for his wife and child for his family he took on the ridicule of the community to have a to be betrothed to a woman who was pregnant with with a child that wasn't his I mean those are those are those are hard hard uh, asks of any person. And Joseph met the challenge. He takes on these tasks, he takes on these burdens as a man and as a leader and as a as a husband in his house, in his household. And he quietly Fulfills his duty and he doesn't let an ego get in his way. He doesn't let his ego of being the man of the household, being the husband, at where you know, I'm gonna tell the wife what to do and the kids are gonna be there to serve me and you know, you're gonna work here and you're gonna pay for these things and you know. He didn't do that. He he humbly served his Lord by accepting this role of of you know uh, that where he struggles and he suffers and he and he Puts aside his own earthly ambitions. Uh, he puts aside all of his wants. He puts aside any any other goals that he would have had, or he may have had before that. He puts all of that aside for the for his Lord, for the woman that he desperately loves, and raises the child who is not his own so that the child can then be a savior to all humanity all the while knowing that you're not going to be there to see the outcome to see the fruits of his own struggle and labor now that's that's important that's important especially in today today's society where the collapse of the family unit has been so dramatic. More than 25% of households uh, are single mother households or single parent households. Uh, and I... There is a, a reasonable... Uh, there is a reasonable conclusion to be drawn that because... Men have not fulfilled their duties as we are called to fulfill. As Joseph set the example, we are not filling those duties and those responsibilities that the family unit has suffered. And that that suffering of the family unit has led to children that are grown up thinking that a single parent household is the norm. And that it is okay when that is just not the case, and when all the studies and the scientific studies are laid out by every measure of society, the amount of money that one makes, the the mental health capacity of of individuals, the social bill social ability of Individuals, the self-confidence of individuals, all of these things, all of these things it, that we interact with, that human beings interact with throughout society are much higher, much better from individuals who have come from two-parent households. And it, that is a direct reflection of men, Taking on their responsibilities to serve their family while maintaining that head of household status, but yet being humble enough to serve their families and to assist their families in allowing their spouse, allowing their wife to achieve her goals and developing children that are to live a Christian life, that are dedicated to the community, that are striving for their own successes, and it's that balance, it's that duty, it's that we that men must take on similar to Joseph as in using him as an example of how to even though you're the head of the household even though you're the head of the family being secure enough being faithful enough being humble enough to not be a tyrant in your own household do not think that you know everything for everybody at every reason at every turn and not forcing your will on your children or your wife but turning it around as joseph did and accepting your responsibility to your god your wife and your children as a greater responsibility than your own ambitions, and f- so, ladies, think about these things when you're when you're looking for that husband. Think about these things as you're developing your relationship with your boyfriend or any other man that that is in your life or your husband. Now, think about these things and work together in order to uh, to set the example that you want your kids to follow my wife told me a while back uh, because I hadn't thought of some of these things uh, I have two beautiful daughters I don't have any sons and so in my you know alpha male brain, I just assumed that, you know, when we have boys, I'll be responsible for the boys. And we have girls, the wife will be responsible for girls. And because in in my limited knowledge and without thinking about it, it seemed right. It seemed about how things should be. And then my wife you know, slapped me on the head, and, and you know, made me realize. She she brought it to my attention one time, and she said, "The way that you treat me is how your daughters are going to expect to be treated." And I want you to think about that. And and that blew me away because she's 100 right talk about setting the example for our family, we, said, we talk about setting the example for our community, and setting the example for our children, she's exactly right. So the, the, the lesson here for the ladies is that not only do you set the example on how you behave, on how you dress, on how you present yourself, on how you live out your life in society. For your children. Daughters and sons. But how you are treated by your husband. How you're treated by your boyfriends. How you are treated by your the men in your life. Your children see that. And that is going to be their expectations of how they are to be treated or how they are to treat their husbands or wives in the future. That's a delicate balance that we must take on uh, to delicate balance to strike in this context of the family unit. And there is no there is no right answer, and I don't have a right answer for you. What I'm bringing to you today is hopefully something to think about as it's as it was given to me for me to think about as we develop and grow our family unit as we become stronger in our faith as we become stronger as a family as we become stronger as a community as we become stronger as a country the only way we're gonna ever be able to make true changes is with true changes to ourself and to our families and to ones that are closest to us and understanding that it is not about you. It is about those around you and that we are called to serve and real men, Christian men, it's not about being tough. It's not about how much money you make. It's not about being the good provider those things may be important but it's truly about setting an example a Christian example of how to treat those closest to you because it is that example that your children are going to carry on with them and that they will pass on to their children and this lineage of humbleness of sacrifice of putting your children ahead of your own ambitions, being selfless in your service to your family. That is the true message. That is the true meaning of being a father and being the leader and being the quote-unquote head of the household. The boss serves, the head of the household serves. You struggle, you work, you sacrifice, you provide, not for you but for those that you love. And that is an example. And at the end of the day, you may not get recognition for it. So you shouldn't do it because of recognition. You shouldn't do it to say that I'm doing it. I'm the head of the household. Because look at the lessons of Joseph. Joseph didn't reap any of those rewards. He didn't reap any earthly reward. Nobody applauded Him. Nobody came to His aid. Nobody comforted Him. Mary was there. Jesus rose. Mary had a relationship with the apostles afterward. She was well known. but not Joseph. That makes him a great, great man. And, he, and that example should be an example for all the men out there on how to approach their Christian life as a husband, as a father, as the head of the household. And it should go as a lesson to all the women out there on what to look for in your husband or your significant other on how they should be a father and how they should be a husband and have these conversations just like my wife had with me when I was ignorant about my role in my daughter's lives. Um, That was a blessing to me and hopefully this conversation will be a blessing to you as it gives you something to think about something to look at and and examine your own life and what it's and what your family could be should the men follow the example that Joseph uh, set in those early early days so with that have a good weekend. Focus on the family this weekend. Spend some time with your significant other. Spend some time with your kids. Play a board game. Have dinner. Watch a movie. Go to the park. Do something. Focus on your family because without the family, you have very, very, very little in life. And with that, God bless. Uh, Until Monday.